No, no, it's nothing to do with the family members. The family members haven't got a clue. They're fake phone calls. They copied the voices. Oh, they're fake Not phone calls. Going on so, so in other words, they're, they're gassed, and these people said, okay, I know that this person is going to call. So what I will do, and we've never met them. They bought the tickets four months ago, and we're going to have recordings of their voices that sound just like them. Absolutely. Do you know how crazy? Do you know what? Do you years. understand how crazy that sounds? Yeah, I do because people. I, well, if you did, you wouldn't be saying it. Sounds. Welcome to You Are the Guest, a weekly show where you can be the guest and tell people what you and your friends and neighbors think about news events and issues of the day. It's part talk show, part opinion poll, part reality show, and a whole lot of fun. And it's completely dependent upon your participation as a guest. To be considered as a guest for a future show, check out the website at www.youaretheguest.com for details. Now here's your program host, Bill Grady. Greetings from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, and welcome to show number 53 of You Are the Guest, the show where we talk to everyday people just like you and me about their lives and about the issues of the day. Our guest today comes from Dublin, Ireland. Eddie, welcome to You Are the Guest. Thanks very much, Bill. Glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Eddie, can you tell our audience about yourself? Um, basically, I'm from Dublin in Ireland, which is the capital, and... Um, I have uh, grown up here and traveled the world a bit. Um, I work in properties, so I'm able to travel around a bit as well. And uh, basically, I think on the show, I just uh, emailed Bill and I said, uh, you know, I'd be interested to talk about uh, the facts of 9-11 and, and the 9-11 truth movement and what's actually happening and why it's not in the main media and all that kind of stuff. How would you describe Dublin to someone who has never been there? Ah, Dublin. Well, uh, okay. It's a small town. It's not like a skyscraper city. Um, it wouldn't be as busy as London, but uh, it's fairly kicking. Uh, the nightlife is good, especially if you're visiting it for one or two nights. But if you're coming to Ireland, I wouldn't stay here. I'd go to the west of Ireland, really, is where all the crack is. We call it the crack. And that doesn't mean drugs, it just means a good time. And so you get the good Guinness down there and everything else. So, But Dublin is um, it's busy enough. It's a, it's a decent enough city. It has all the suburbs and has nice kind of countryside, even like near the city and parks and things like that. And uh, uh, nice people. It's friendly and great nightlife. What tips would you give to someone who wants to visit Ireland? To visit Ireland, uh, well, be careful on the planes first of all, <laughs> and make sure you put out all your water and don't bring on any liquids and all that kind of stuff. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, to visit Ireland, well, I definitely go to the west of Ireland when you arrive here. Uh, I suppose you wouldn't even have to book in advance. I mean, there's B and Bs all around the country. You can just knock on their doors and they'll have vacancies for you. Uh, mostly very friendly country people. And I would definitely go to the west of Ireland and maybe come in August, uh, being the time on the west in a place called County Clare. And all around the place there, they have every year uh, traditional festivals, which are fantastic. And they have the amazing Irish music that's passed down from generation to generation. And a lot of even uh, people from Japan now are coming over doing it. And they're excellent musicians. 
very good time and everything else. And these sessions go on sometimes for three days, uh, lock-ins in the pubs. Uh, that's day and night, but the energy is so high that everybody's just enjoying themselves. It's amazing times. Eddie, let's go ahead and get into the politics. What are people in Ireland saying about the recent arrests surrounding the plot by Islamist militants to blow up transatlantic airliners? Okay, well, first of all, I just want to say that I'm not, um, you know, a political expert or, or anything, and I don't even watch much of the mainstream media that comes out because uh, I know that it's just the, you know, the normal thing that they're saying anyway, which is the official story, and they always just seem to say that. I don't know why they can't stand up and uh, say what they're thinking, but from the the bits that I do catch of it, that's what I do here, but uh, from the average person that I talk to, about it um, and I tell them what I think of it and that I think that the people they're framing um, are innocent people and you know I think the latest thing on it that I heard uh, was that some of them didn't even have passports uh, most of them didn't have any plane tickets even booked or anything so that's the latest news on that and then you see what they're doing they're not letting any liquid bombs uh, or liquid uh, any liquid on uh, water or anything, even sometimes baby milk, and they're getting them, some of them, to pour them into containers, which are mixing them all together. And I mean, if they were bombs and if they were things they were looking for, they wouldn't be doing that anyway, because that would, that's a serious risk, you know. And even some of the things that could be gaseous or whatever, you know, affect your lungs and all that kind of thing. So, it's not what they're looking for. It's a whole thing decided by the government, and. Uh, or, or the people in power that are behind the government, maybe these global elitists. And, um, you know, I, I can just see through, I don't know everything about it, but, I mean, I don't know how people can see through that. I, it just seems so obvious to me that this is the bare bones, and it seems to play out like a film script. I think within the next two or three months, there's going to be one hell of a bomb, either in the US, the UK, maybe Israel, I don't know. I think it's going to be either an A-bomb or, or something terrible, or maybe like you see the planes going on maybe carrying on with the planes because they have people going now they have people on their toes because the word is starting to get out and and i think what's what's happening is that this stuff is on the cusp of breaking into the mainstream media and it has been reported in the mainstream media but um i not enough not enough it hasn't been breaking news it's not on the front page you see it in back pages and the bottom of it of a page and you know it's just it's it's not enough to get the real story out there and then again let, let me ask you this why do you ahead. why do you think these guys were framed i mean what is the motive okay. yeah why why and is is the big question well they it's they've probably planned this years and years and years in advance uh, Who, who's they are you talking about they, the, the, they the government are, the or are you talking elitists, about the Islamic uh, militants? When I say they, I'm talking about the global elitists that are behind all the governments. Uh, and, who are the, and who are those government elitists? These global elitists are, well, they're known as the Illuminati or these people. They're basically people that have all the money. They're probably, we probably don't know their faces or anything. The people, obviously, on the inner circles would be the guys in government. But I'd say uh, the people that actually make the decisions are, are further inside, and we do not know who they are. Um, I, I would say the people we see are pretty much the puppets. That's my take on it. I, I, obviously, I don't know. Um, I mean, if I knew that, I'd probably be shot. I don't know. But 
so you believe that there's a society that are elitists that are controlling believe, governments around the world? Yes, I do, and I believe that there is. And, and how many, are how are they gaining that control? I think well, basically, you can see all around you that we have these corporate entities, multi corps, and huge companies that are more or less ruling everything, and they're the ones with all the power and all the money and they have much 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 more power than than you would ever think they are the ones that actually rule the world so and and how are they um, exercising their power because if you have power yeah. you must exercise it so how are they doing that okay well first of all they're exercising it by these latest terror attacks which is basically them doing it and framing guys now so I know so, there is, so in yeah, other words sorry. they they're putting the national or in the international governments up to frame these people so they can continue to hide. Is that what you're saying? Um, basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're framing these people, yeah, so they continue. Yeah, well said. Yeah, pretty much exactly that. Yeah, and uh, you know, I know this can come off so paranoid at the start, and and I kind of jumped right into it when I just wanted to ease us into it first of all because, you know, basically. You want to go back to where the saga begins, which is the 9-11 theories. And once you go into that, I think the evidence is overwhelming. And I don't just look at the conspiracy theories, quote unquote, um, of, or inverted commas, of, um, and I, you know, I look at the debunker theories as well. And the evidence just seems to me to be overwhelming on the side that that it's a, that it's a government cover-up and if that's a terrorist attack from the government then then the rest of them are all of them are and what they're doing now is they're keeping us on our toes they're using these airports and everything else for to see how subservient the, the rest of the population is and and the public and everybody there's outcry you know and they're just going to keep pushing this and pushing this introducing us conditioning us you can see in the films that are coming out that they, they pumped lots of money into hollywood with all these things uh, uh the latest one is the towers and then they did flight 93 and all you know the 93 um you know which are complete bullshit as far as i'm concerned and um also uh this new thing snakes on planes i mean I can see that as someone's after introducing that, you know, it's, it's all to do with conditioning and they'll bring in hand scanners, um, the, the ID cards, that's one of the things they'll be pushing through this because of no, let, let's, let's get back to ID yeah. cards. What do you mean by yeah. ID cards? Well, it basically is the prelude to the chip. And, um, you know, people, when people so, are so, looking so, into all this and they say, well, this might help us and this is good for now and this is good for security, they're not looking to the future of it, which is their main agenda, which is their main agendas include depopulation, the control of, the, of, of all societies. And, uh, you know, it went. So it's basically the prelude to the ship is the ID card and they're pushing for that now in the airports that they'll say it'll be much easier to do this and you'll be able to do everything with it, driver's license, be able to keep an eye on your children, the RFID tags then come in and everything else, you know, and people will say, oh, maybe it's a good idea, this and that. But what actually, what's actually happened but, is it's but, taken but, but away But hold on freedom. for a second. With the, with the ID cards yeah. in America, we already have those. Yeah. They're, they're, co they're the, called driver's licenses. Social Security mm. cards and birth certificates. Mm. That's true. Yeah. And, and yeah. so it, if you want to take a look at ID cards as a conspiracy, you're about mm. 60 years too late. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, I just think that it's the prelude to the chip when they introduce this new ID card, ident identity card, which will will contain yeah everything. But the, but they already have everything anyways. It's it's yeah. too late. Yeah, yeah, that's I know what you mean. But it'll, it'll be all contained in one leading little package. There'll be ones and zeros and pass well, They they already have that. And then, the, the the government, yeah. if if they want to find out the information for about you, mm. they've already got the file. So they really don't need a card. So there's probably not a conspiracy there to get that information if they already have it. Would you agree yeah, with that? And then what will happen? Yeah, I, I do agree with it to an extent. But then what will happen is people will say, well, we already have the ID card. And then the chip is so much easier. Why take the wallet out, take your card out to pay for that? And which will happen eventually. And what, what will, will be will be that the ID card will be your cash card also. And then everything will be a cashless society. And then even if you're paying whatever bill or to do a bit of work, it'll have to be through the card. So every single can, transaction has got, it's taken away so much privacy. And, um, you know, they'll just be able to trace your every single move. And then people will say, oh, well, you know, these new chips are great. They already have the RFID chips. And they'll say, well, these are great. I can just walk through the shops without even have to take my card out. I can just pick up what I want and walk out of the shop. And it's, it's But they can do that anyways. Out. They can do that now anyways. Exactly. Uh, but when I'm, they're really going but, to But we're not, we're not ever going back. I mean, people aren't going to give up their credit cards. People aren't going to give up their electronic debit cards. People aren't going to give up their credit history. Mm. So, I mean, we're already too late for that. So I don't see why that's a conspiracy now. But because you won't have cash, it'll be cashless society. They'll take, take control of, they'll know every transaction then. But they they already you, do. Well, not really. With cash, you can sort of like, you know, take the tax off that, whatever. You know what I mean? If you're paying someone, you can kind of go. Right. But There you go. It's cash in hand. The minority of people use cash today. Mm. Would you agree with that? Um, maybe. I, I wouldn't know the statistics on it, but I'm just saying it's one of our freedoms that's being taken away. Um, you know, I, I can't just go lend a 20 quid to me mate or something. <laughs> okay, let, let me ask you another question because I, I've talked with people in length about the 9-11 conspiracies. Yeah. And yeah. I'm open to a reasonable plausible scenario if somebody mm. can give that to me but but so far nobody's been able to do that so let's you and i talk about that first of all okay. if we talk about the 9-11 conspiracy yeah what is your theory what is the specific conspiracy who is doing it what's their motive and how do they do it okay uh, the global elitists are doing it through the governments That's and the, the global elite so they're uh, yeah. the, they're the 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 faceless elite out there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's who who is doing this, and and their motive who's, is who's carrying it out is is all the other people with the CIA and everything else, a bit like JFK, you know. So these um, so these global elites have yeah. the governments of the world under their thumb. Yeah. Okay. And, and their motive is. The motive is is to take control of society, introduce their new world, their new world order. Um, and what and is the new world control. order? New world order is is the new world basically is to have control over all the people and um, makes basically have you know a planet that they can they control completely and utterly to their will. Okay, and their motive for doing that is what? 
uh, other power and control, I guess. Uh, and, and for for what? I mean, I, I understand that they want power and control, but yeah. why do they want that power and control? Uh, greed. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's it seems evil to me, but I mean, it's going all all over the world, isn't it? I mean, is is that just human nature? I don't know. Okay. Uh, why does anyone want it? I don't know. Okay, and and how are they doing that? How how are they going to pull off this conspiracy, or how are they going to pull off this plot? It seems to me that they've all already pulled it off. I mean, a lot of a lot of people. I don't know. Maybe the latest polls. Some of the polls come up like eighty percent, like that do not believe that the official story. And some polls are like uh, only forty percent believe or whatever. Process. So I'm not sure, but um. I, I mean, I don't know everything about them or how they do it, but as I as I said before, I can see through the bare bones of it. And, uh, I mean, I don't even know if it's, like, elitist behind the government or if it's just the government itself. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I, You know, I mean... So, so let me ask you this, shot. then. I mean, yeah. If you don't know and you don't know who these people are and how they operate, then how can you say that then that's a conspiracy? Well, I look at the evidence, first of all. I but but you don't know who they are. No, but you know that they, they must be very, very powerful if they control the CIA and, you know, the, the government and everything else. So, okay, I mean, so you, what evidence have you seen that demonstrates that they control the CIA and the FBI? Okay, well... And, and plus the, all the other governments in the world that are also in the U.N., well, yeah, in the UN, but I guess it's like. Uh, well, the UN can't do anything. Com- so if they're trying to control the, 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 the UN, can't stop a war between Hezbollah and Israel. So if these faceless elite have control of the UN, they're not doing a very good job. They're probably instigating the war there as well. You know, they're probably making money off us. So I, I don't oh, know. So you know, I, I think the only people that are instigating that war is mm-hmm. Syria and Iran. And, and yeah. they don't seem to be in step with this faceless elite. Matter of fact, they want to be the elite with a face. <laughs> to, to be honest, I don't know too much about um, over there, Lebanon, Israel, what's happening. Um, but but to I, make I, a, I, to I make a theory of, years or so, but, yeah. but to make a theory that this worldwide group of people are influencing the world and trying to take it over, then you have to include all the countries in the world that they have to be in on it in some way, shape, or form. Sure. Um, so but, why can't yeah. they get Syria and Iran on the same page? Maybe they are, but as I, I just don't know too much about that. I haven't uh, haven't looked into it, so I couldn't really answer too much about what's going on there maybe that is uh, something that's that's off off that page i don't know so so know let's talk about nine eleven. what yeah what of the conspiracy theories that you've read or seen really stand out as being very powerful to you uh, a lot of it um i mean you look how the terrorists come down i i knew on the day almost almost a good feeling that there was something wrong. Even when I heard it, I was standing um, looking at some pictures in an art gallery in town, and um, my friend's mother phoned and said that there was a plane that hit the terrace, and immediately, I I think I shouted, I, I just got so excited, and everyone turned around and looked at me in the art gallery, and I said, what are you talking about? Plane hit the building, and we were walking on the way home, and I saw on a television in the shop, I saw the second plane hitting live, and immediately, I just knew there was 
something terrible wrong. And um, yeah, we all knew that there was something terrible wrong. Terrible wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll speed it up a bit. Basically, uh, the cordite, uh, the way the terrace came down, um, the squibs that are coming out of the building, uh, you know, it just adds up and up and up. Uh, the professors from uh, MIT, I, I think it's uh, what's his name there. I'm not sure. I know Professor Jones from BYU as well, and there's another professor of physics, I think, from MIT as well, looking into it. And and uh, Noam Chomsky has been saying these kind of things for years. And um, okay, there's yeah, th there's three people, but that doesn't overstep the commission or yeah. the all the other experts that are just saying it was the perfect hit. I wouldn't say any, any other, I wouldn't say experts because that commission was done uh, through, there was no independent investigation, the evidence was destroyed, there was there was molten metal at the bottom, you could see molten iron coming out of the building and all this. And yeah, but, but it, you you've know, only named yeah. three people. I mean, if there's, there were, if there were, if there was a big, the apparently. if there was a big conspiracy and people knew about it, hmm. wouldn't there be a leak somewhere? I mean, there is. I mean, people coming out from uh, the Bush's administration and saying, CIA, saying that they planted from MI6 are they, and MI5. But are they saying that people from the Bush administration coming out and saying, by the way, this was a big scam and we planted bombs in the World Trade Center? And, uh, if, and if they no, have none of, none of them that come out because they're probably threatened with the life and that they kill their family if anything like that. Or, 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 or because it's not true. For example. If somebody can come out and talk about being deep throat in the Watergate trial, and that was a big thing for publicity, then why can't somebody be a hero and tell what they know about this plot? Because to carry out this plot, you need to have people in on it in the very beginning. You have to have them on various levels. You have to have, I mean, we're talking about not like 10 people in a room. We're talking yeah. about thousands of people and we're talking about yeah. meetings and conferences and coordinating that yeah. and nobody's come out saying hey i was a part of that meeting and i didn't want to be a part of it mm. nobody is coming out and saying hey i participated well, is, in it and is. i'm feeling really bad about it and here's the story so well, why is. so why there's, is that there is there's people from the bush administration that are exposed to me and they're, they're talking about these kind of meetings there is people that have come from that i have been in their meetings that uh, they, they were talking about terrorist attacks to to talking about terrorist attacks and then no no a different from about planning doing, no, talking about doing the terrorist attacks oh, and, oh um, so so who was who was the bush administration person that said we were having conversations about pulling off our very own terrorist attack and fooling the entire world who was that person? Uh, I don't have the information to hand because they um, because that person doesn't exist. No, I if go that look person for exists, they the would show, be I'll listen. Go if if that person existed, and that person came out with a story, they would be on every national and international news story in the world, wouldn't they? That's or is that a conspiracy think. too? That's what you would think. You would think that would be that would be the case, but it's not. Because, because, because the reason that, that those people aren't on the media with that story is because there are no people like that. There, there are is. no people in the, the Bush administration that said we were a part of many different meetings saying that we wanted to carry off this terrorist plot 
so we could fool the rest of the world into gaining this extra power for this faceless elite. Let me ask you a question. Right? I, I don't know who, I can find out who that person is. Just give me a couple of Google minutes and I could probably find out, right? But there is people like that, I can guarantee it. And also there's people, um, I can, for example, Alex Jones, you, you probably know him, he's a big guy in this kind of stuff. And um, he predicted pretty much that the 9-11 attacks were going to happen. And when, uh, when did he and predict it? And when did he about predict a month it? And a half, about a month and a half beforehand. And when was it published? It was live. It was it was a web stream live, as far as I know. He does these uh, live casts and stuff like that. So he he up, so. he did this on August eleventh or no, August tenth. I think it was. Um, I think it was. It was a month and a half. Uh, so. So we're talking about July. I think it was July. Yeah, it was July. So so if he had knowledge or was predicting this, why didn't he let the authorities know about it? Oh, he did, and he who did he told who did, everybody to ring the White House and say, "We know you are going to plan terrorist attack. We know you are going to. We know there's going to be terrorist attacks, and we know it's going to be you that's doing it." He did. He really did, and he still is. And we're all trying to tell the authorities this, but there's ones in power. What can we do? I mean, they probably have the people that are in these. Like you see, it's so compartmentalized that they have these people it's like a, a circle within a circle within a circle within a circle and they have these people that are all in these societies well you know, well also it, you've got a lot of people that yeah. are calling the CIA and the FBI with information all, all the time which just pretty well puts them in goose chases too I mean I absolutely. I've been a part of the media too and I know that for every 10 people, that have a credible news story, you have maybe two or three that just want to send you on a wild goose chase because of their opinions or sometimes their paranoia. Right. For example, if you've got one guy saying, by the way, you're going to have bombed, you're going to do this, you know, a month and a half, I'll bet that there have been probably maybe several calls every week, maybe for the last 20 years of people making those types of claims. Well, his claims were that they are going to crash planes into the World Trade Center and they're going to blame it on bin Laden. Okay. But I, yeah. I don't have any, any research to discredit that. It's easy. Go to YouTube, type in Alex Jones predicts 9-11. Okay, okay. Um, and, and I could find out who that guy is here from the Bush administration. I can find out everything. I don't, I don't have, as I said, I'm not a, an expert like uh, Alex might be, have all, I don't know how he remembers half the stuff, but he just comes out with it. But, um, but yeah, that, that's my opinion. And I, I can just see right through and, and I'm, I'm very passionate about it, as you can say. But the thing is, like, people so, so, so let me get, put get... me into this box that's like, oh, you're a left-wing activist. It's like, no, science is not activist or liberalist or anything. It just just look at the evidence. Like, Okay, let me, let me steer me through this part of it. The government had this plot to take over these planes. So were the, they allowing these people to take the planes over? No, the planes were remote-controlled. Uh, well, the planes were remote controlled. Them. The planes were remote controlled. The, the, the people were. It, in other words, them. we have we have the possibility to remote control 
a oh, yes. airplane. That, that possibility has been there for many, no, no, many years. No, not possibility. The, the no, I'm not talking take... about possibilities. I'm talking about the reality. We have, yeah. Yeah, that's we have engineers who took the time to go into a plane and install a remote yes. control device to, to fly an airline. Yes. Okay. Now, now steer me through this. Have you ever bought an airline ticket? Yeah. And do you buy it the day of your flight, or do you f- buy it many months in advance? Many months in advance, usually, okay. yeah. Okay. So we've got four planes on there, mm-hmm. and probably about 400 people total on mm-hmm. these planes. Mm-hmm. So these people bought pl- plane tickets. Their loved ones and their friends dropped them off in the airports. They mm-hmm. checked off. And then they just disappeared. What happened to those people? What do you mean they disappeared? The pilots went to work that day. The stewardesses yeah, no, went to work that way. From, from, the, from the get-go. I mean, like, that they can override the system, whatever, and then it kicked in. Oh, and and that, oh I see. So, yeah. so you had a conspiracy of people that were in the airport hangars installing this equipment yes. that the pilots didn't know about yeah um either either that or so so there's a conspiracy in other words against the airline industry against their very own employees yes now these are the same companies in america that have to abide by eeo standards that or, have to make sure that they have a work safe area but they've got this plot to say okay we need we need some volunteers that will hook up this remote equipment in our airplanes that our people don't know about and we're going to crash this into some towers and you're going to be okay with that basically or if basically you black, black well if you think of black operations you know the stuff that goes on where you see in films that they can go in and do all this probably the night before the flight i don't know oh yeah you can, can i'm sure you can i'm sure you can put in a remote control radio controlled device that will mm-hmm. guide a airplane without testing it four mm-hmm. planes simultaneously overnight i think that would be an engineering miracle don't you mm. I don't know. Well, I don't know how to do it, but um, well, I, because they can't do yeah. it. Well, that's your opinion. Right? Yeah. They've been doing it for years. They've had. They've had. Uh, but they don't do it. it they don't one. do it with it, with commercial airliners, and they don't install it overnight. Maybe it wasn't overnight. I, just, I don't well, know. Well, exactly well, it. Obviously, so in other words, okay, it, we've got these. We've got these people. Theory. We've got these people that are on the airplanes, mm. and these employees of the airline industry that have installed this type of equipment okay, why don't so why don't they come forward put there by by whoever is doing it right or else it's a, it's an operation a serious military operation a serious That's, oh so now the military's in on it so the military, it's the, the military the military is gaining access to the commercial airline industry and they're yeah. the, these engineers are saying you know, who are these people? And nobody's questioning that. And nobody's coming up in the press saying, oh, by the way, the uh, Secret Service came in or the uh, military elite came in and installed this this thing overnight on the well, commercial airport. it's done covertly. Like, they're not going to go in and go, yeah, by the way, everybody, we're installing this remote control system. Is that okay? Look, well, <laughs> you know. That's but, a- but to do that, don't you have to have a lot of people in on it from the get-go? 
You would have to have a couple of engineers. Not a, place not a couple of people. Not a couple of people. You would have to have a lot of people. You would have to have thousands of people to be a part of this conspiracy. Of you need a couple of engineers if you're going to install a remote control. I mean, on, an air, on a commercial airline. Can what do remote control devices are and how they work. I haven't looked into that. And how, how would you go about installing it? Um, I mean, it's a, good, it's a good question. I mean, maybe I will look into that. But the reason why that seems so far-fetched is because it is. I don't think so. I don't think it's far-fetched at all. I think these guys, if you look at um, 10 years ago, they had, you can find it on CIA.gov, which is CIA's own personal website, and you can find plans on it for 10 years ago that they, were, they had a black op operation, which are called false flag operations, that they were going to invade Cuba and basically do this false flag operation, which blames Cuba for uh, being terrorists to them, and so then they will have the... Uh, ability to invade Cuba because they have the backing and all that. Okay, so and so why the haven't same thing happened with Hitler? So why haven't we heard excerpts from these planes as they're having the reports back and forth and the pilots are complaining, I can't steer my airplane. They Something's the taken over the they, they gassed everybody, they took the black boxes. Oh they gassed everybody. Yes. There's no reports of anybody being gassed by the people who called on the cell phones. The cell phones could not have been working at that altitude at that time. That, they that were working the at that. At, they were. We heard them. No, no, you didn't hear them. You heard voices that were copied. They have the technology to do that oh. for years and years and years. So, so in other words, all the family members that got calls, they're in on the conspiracy too. No, the family members would have no idea. That would no, the family would, members were the ones that got the calls. They they're called their family calls. members. They're fake. They're they fake called their calls. family members to say, "Here's what's going on. I love you," and the family members yeah. called the press. So, so in other words, now the family members are in on that conspiracy. No, no, it's nothing to do with the family members. The family members haven't got a clue. They're fake phone calls. They copied the voices. Oh, they're fake phone calls. Going on the so, so in other words, they're they're gassed, and these people said, "Okay, I know that." This person is going to call. So what I will do, and we've never met them. They bought the tickets four months ago, and we're going to have recordings of their voices that sound just like them, and we're going to replay the them they, on they the very minute that phone. the planes are in the air. Patterns, and they can they can copy the voice patterns. They've had this technology for more than fifty years. You very can copy you can copy voices, but you can't yeah. fool hundreds of family members. Absolutely. Do you know how crazy? Do you technology know what, Do you understand how crazy that sounds? Yeah, I do because people. <laughs> well, if you did, you wouldn't be saying it. Sounds, but it's like the technology's been there for years to copy voice patterns. So what? The technology is there. This is a huge operation. It's like it's a yes. It's, it's a huge pattern. operation. The yeah. way that you're describing it. So why hasn't one single person come out against it that has working? hands-on knowledge they would be such a hero to the world they, have their they would be such a hero families threatened they'd be killed in an instant oh they'd be killed in an instant yeah in other words there would be no protection for them at all they they couldn't go Absolutely into a tv not. they couldn't go into JFK a when he gets to they couldn't go into close. a tv studio and say here's my story and here's my evidence and the tv people would kill him right there on the spot do you, do you, so obviously, the TV people wouldn't, but I mean, later oh, on. Oh, so so in other words, somebody would then come in from the t outside the TV studio and then yeah, kill somebody him. somebody would get him. 
Oh, Who somebody would get, would get them. them. Yeah. They so in other words, the the somebody that belongs to the mainstream media would just hand over an innocent person that has a story and say, okay, they know well, too well, much, go that, kill or them. They, or would they just they just debunk them like they do with everybody else, and they just to just play him down and say well, he wasn't a member of us, change all his files, change everything, say he was never a member of our thing and all that kind of stuff. They say he was never employed by us. They could do that. They could do it that way, you know. Because so then, it's another conspiracy. To, probably wouldn't want to kill him if it got that uh, available to the media because. You know, obviously, then if you died, then people say, "Oh, there must be something in it." So, see, here, here's here's why the the nine eleven conspiracies never stand up, is because when somebody gets cornered in the conspiracy that that doesn't make sense, they always say in their defense of that position, "Oh, it's another conspiracy." You know, it's a conspiracy. So far, we've heard from the FBI, from the CIA, from the airline industry from the engineers who are part of the industry, from the elite military group, and now it's the TV stations and the mass media. No, I'm not that's, saying that. That's the TV stations no, and you, the mass media. No, you have Sevnet. If, they, if, they're, what, what if people are going to walk into the TV studio and tell their story and the TV studio is going to call them up and they're going to be escorted away and killed, then they're in on no, the conspiracy. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I said maybe afterwards that someone would get him or else they would but just then it would play, be too them, late. play him down. But the, but the story would be out. Yeah, but the guys that would play him down, they would just go, well, he was never employed by us. I don't know what he's talking about. He's obviously one of those crazy conspiracy guys. Oh. It's easy. Just shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Well, um, I don't have any any other questions to say. I mean, you know, uh, nice. you're obviously entitled to your opinion, and, and it's a yep. unique opinion. I, I have to It's take not that. unique at all. I mean, a lot of people no, believe this. It's a huge movement yeah, happening I, at the moment. I know a lot of people that you talk with believe it. But no, I in mean, my it, in my circles, happening every day. In my America, circles, it's, it's usually fifty percent. It's usually half the population. I'm sure believe. No, I, I got to uh, tell you this. I got to tell you this. It. That's I found I nobody. Maybe one person that seriously considers the nine eleven conspiracy theory. Ninety-nine percent of Americans that I deal with, and I talk with people from all walks of life around the country absolutely do not have that opinion they believe the 9-11 commission so for you to have this this thought well, i don't that know 50 percent people i talk to well uh, do, then, do believe it well so. then that's that's an isolated area in ireland i'm talking about no no it's not to do with ireland you know well people here probably i'm just sharing i'm just sharing my thoughts is that the ma mass majority of people in america that i talk to have, you talk to have, okay, but have, do a poll. Do a poll on an international uh, TV station, and you will get the results. You will get the results. Then, who believes it's an inside job or not? And as polls have been done, those polls, those polls it's have more, been it's out a hell there. Of a lot more than fifty percent usually. Right, those polls are been out there, but those don't always represent what the common everyday person thinks and feels about things. And I'm just sharing part of what this show is about: is how do everyday people think? And feel about different mm -hmm. issues, and those mm -hmm. those people that I talk to, the average American, don't feel that there's this this conspiracy theory like you've said. They've been open to well, to, well, to think about it, but then, well when, when, then but when they hear opinions like what you have, which is here's what they did, and that's a conspiracy, and oh, that's a conspiracy mm -hmm. too, and and all of a sudden you've got seven different conspiracies. 
which means you've got a lot of people on board with it. Hmm. And, and nobody has come out saying, I have working knowledge. You know, that's, I got to tell you, it sounds a little crazy. Well, I, I've, I think there has been people like that. If you look at, like, if you and look it at sounds Alex a little Jones, crazy. He says, and if, if you see that he's predicted that what was going to happen and, uh, you know, I just think the evidence is, is overwhelming, um, including the cordite that uh, brought down the buildings, which is, you can see the blast coming up. You can see the, the shakes coming off the building before it even starts coming down from, that was the base of it going, you know, being blown up. You can see uh, Larry Silverstein six weeks beforehand had an unsurmountable, uh, the most in the world ever insurance put on WT7, which is the third building that went down. Uh, so he obviously had a pre-knowledge of it. You can see Bush sometimes faltering when he's asked questions about, you know, oh, did you have pre-knowledge about it? And he'll just go, he'll think of a while and just go, oh, well, uh, you know, that's that's an absurd insinuation, you know. Sure, and, 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 and there are said, all these and there are all these people in on it and nobody's come forward. And because I, I they don't... I think there is people coming forward, you know. I think there is. No. Uh, that guy from the Bush administration that I said, I'll find that out for you, you know. Okay, um, okay. As I what, said, what, I'm what not are... an expert. I can't just bring this stuff out of blue, but I have looked into it a lot. And for the past four years, I've been following it. And to, to, and I have looked at the debunker side as well, like what you're saying about all these people in it. Yeah, that, I, that is that is a point. And yeah, that's I, the point. I, I it's not it. possible. Well, I take the point, you know, but, um, but I, I think there is people coming out with the information. Well, we have the world's still waiting for those people to come out because we would hail them as heroes and mm. nobody's oh, doing I? that nobody's doing it and and the only reason that that you say people aren't coming forward is because that's a conspiracy too and that is that's just lame what, what are your what are your three questions the whole thing me? is a conspiracy the whole thing is a, yeah if, if the, the whole world is and the whole thing the whole, is a conspiracy the story is the conspiracy that's yeah. what that's why they're called conspiracy theories because we have theories that it's a conspiracy right but there they're are manipulating th people they're manipulating the public and they have been for years and this is their chance to introduce the new world order and i tell you what in three months time if if a large Here, here's the sound of me banging my head 10, up against 000, the desk if if Okay, go ahead. <laughs> if if ten thousand or a hundred thousand people don't die from a huge terrorist attack, which is the government attacking, in the next three months, and that as a pretext introduce World War Three, then you can laugh at me, and I will be delighted when you're laughing at that stage, and I hope you will be. Okay, I hope I am too. What's your three questions for Bill? Okay, uh, well, one of them was going to be, I think, do you believe 9-11 was an inside job? Obviously, you don't. Okay. No. So, um, no, not not plausible, that, not possible on any level. That's fair enough. That's, that's okay. Um, okay, what do you think the world will be like in 10 years' time? Oh, I think it's just going to be more, uh, unfortunately, it's going to be more westernized. Okay. And therefore, the countries that are experiencing that now, like Australia and China and uh, to a certain degree, the Middle East, um, that's going to be a big shock for them. But I see the world becoming more and more westernized as time goes on because people will see what the lifestyle is America and will want to emulate that in some way, shape or form. Absolutely. I agree with you. <laughs> Um, okay, does money make you happier? No. No, money does not make you happier. If you use it well and use it as a tool yeah. for a happy life, for example, if you are 
are prudent with your money, if you buy things because they really will give you joy instead of just buying them, if you're able to use your money to help others with charities um, and to give yourself a comfortable life and, and so you don't have to make stupid mistakes like turn to drugs or turn to crime, then money in a way can buy you happiness or you can be happy with money. And certainly if you had the choice between having money and not having money, people would choose, still choose to have money. It's just how they use it. And a lot of times people don't see money as a tool and as a resource and just squander it. What's your opinion? Um, money make it happier. Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> I think it definitely does because you can just, as you said, you can help people. That's that's probably one of the best things you can do is like you know, help people. It just gives you such joy to be able to do that. And I think in this day and age, that money is the only thing, really, that can give you any power to to either help anyone or to to get the stuff you need or want or medical help or or just to be secure in life and all the rest of it. You know, I think I think it's, yeah, it's very important to for your well being and to make you happy. I think so. Eddie, do you want to tell about your podcast and how people can find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, my podcast is, it's not really, uh, it's kind of an audio blog. Well, it's an audio, it's kind of a visual blog now because I do some vincasting and um, it's its a—it's not really professional anyway. It's very informal and I just kind of get on. Uh, it's a bit of a YouTube moment really. I just get on and, and um, blab away, blog away, if you like, uh, at the moment. I did start off kind of as a podcast, daily podcast, uh, but it's kind of uh, mellow now at the moment. I might get back into maybe pushing this conspiracy stuff forward <laughs> and stuff like that. I might get into doing that. or um, But it's tedpod.com anyway. Uh, you can check it out, and you can flame me all your uh, liberal views or whatever you call it. Um, yeah, so tedpod.com and just... Talk about life really and what I do, whatever. And we'll have a link on our site too. Sure. Deadly. You know, you, you may not realize this, but I really enjoyed our conversation yeah, today. No, I did it. I did really enjoy it. Now it's very good and I think it'd be good to listen to it as well. And uh it was it was a good uh match as well. I mean, you disagree, I agree, whatever. So it was it was good and I enjoy that you asked me the questions that maybe stumped me or or that I have to think about and all that kind of because um, it does challenge me uh, in a way. But and it it makes me realize that I realize that I truly do believe in it. And um, you know, and obviously you truly don't. But uh, and and I do know exactly where you're coming from. That it seems crazy. Um, I do realize that it can sound cr- crazy and paranoid. But all I can say to people is please. Please just look at the evidence. I know we live in a soundbite world, and I can't just give you all the soundbites off here. There is evidence out there, and just please go look for it. Look at the debunking side as well, and just make up your own mind. But go look at it and read. Uh, don't just look for quick fixes and soundbites. You know, the evidence is there. Hey, I'm going to agree with you on that. Let people yeah. look at the evidence, take take a good good peek at it, and draw their own conclusions so so that's yeah. wonderful and and i i respect your opinion and i'm glad yeah. that that uh we have a forum where we can exchange these these type of ideas which without yeah. having somebody pull us out of the studio and shooting well, us. well well we still have that freedom we still have that freedom now but you know the future is going to be different i think they're going to be cramping down on this internet stuff pretty soon too <laughs> eddie thank you so much for being our guest this week on you are the guest thank you bill i enjoyed it
I'm Barely, and this is the promo for the Barely Podcasting Podcast. You might ask, why am I doing a promo without any music? The last one I did sounded terrible. You couldn't hear my voice over my perfect, pearly voice over the music, so I said, I'm going to do it Spartan. And why would I be doing it Spartan? It's me in my basement just kind of saying what's been going on. How do I look like a fool from week to week? Which seems to happen an awful lot. (laughs) So please check me out and laugh at me, I guess, at the Barely Podcasting Podcast, which is at www.barelypodcasting.com. Thanks. If you'd like to be a guest, it's real easy to find out how. Just go to our website at www.youaretheguest.com and click Be the Guest for all the details. That concludes this week's edition of You Are the Guest from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa. I'm Bill Grady. Thanks for listening.